today. Are you tired of living with stained and worn-out carpeting? Does the den look like bears spent the winter with you? Spring is here, and so is Empire Today's half-off-your-project sale starting now, but only for a limited time. Save 50% on a huge selection of carpet, hardwood, and laminate, standard padding and materials, and basic installation. Call the Empire Today half-off-your-project sale hotline now. 1-855-385-0681. Empire Today's free in-home estimates are easy and smart. Choose from high-quality flooring in the rooms where you'll use them with your lighting so you can see the color best. We'll do the measuring. You do the selecting and saving. But first, you must do the calling. Everyone loves the half-off-your-project sale. Even bears. Call the Empire Today special hotline. 1-855-385-0681. 1-855-385-0681. Empire Today. Select styles. Details at EmpireToday.com. Every mountain needs someone to climb it. Every ocean needs someone to dive in. Every dream needs someone to wish it. Every adventure needs someone to live it. Hello? Yeah. This, uh, this is Cecilia. Hello? Hi. Cecilia? Can you hear me? Hello? Hi, and thank you for tuning in to Let's Face It. I'm your host, Will Strayhorn. Thanks for joining me. It seems like we probably had some technical difficulties. But anyway, thanks for tuning in tonight. We have another great show for you. Um, we're talking to a good friend of mine that I met, um, I believe it was last month. Yeah, it was last month I met Cecilia Dog-Gillis. Um, She's an amazing hand analyst and money mastery coach. Now, before you go crazy, She's involved in the scientific method of hand analyzing, so it's not witchcraft at all. And we're going to talk to her about that because that was one of my questions that I did ask her. Um, but first, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what to expect for next week. Um, next week's show, November the 2nd, we're welcoming back to the show relationship experts LaVon Holman and Kimberly Pitts. If you'll remember, um, they were one of my, I think, either were my second guests on the Finding Mr. and Mrs. Wright show um, during our first month on the air. Um, And they're coming back next Sunday to discuss intimacy more than sex. Um, A lot of times intimacy is directly um, given sexual connotations. And, and, you know, that is true. But there's so much more to intimacy. Intimacy um, is also emotional. It's mental, it's spiritual, and it's pretty much just basically total life sharing. So next week, Kim and LaVon are going to be back in here um, to teach you how to add more intimacy to your relationship so that you can have more passion to your bedroom. So coming up after this break, we're going to have Cecilia Dog-Gillis. If you're currently experiencing any money issues or challenges, perhaps maybe lack of self-worth, blocks around receiving money and even support sometimes, then you definitely want to stay tuned to hear from my first guest this evening, well, actually my only guest this evening. After this break, Cecilia will be here to discuss 
the sacred money. You're listening to Let's Face It on the Survival Radio Network. I'm your host, Will Strayhorn. We'll be right back. Planning for the ultimate vacation? Do you want the perfect wedding and honeymoon packages? How about a relaxing cruise or group travel destination? You need Phoenix One Travel. Phoenix One Travel is one of the leading providers of travel services and travel education in the world. Give us a call at 678-358-8588 or visit our website at www.com phoenixonetravel.paycation.com Let's plan your dream getaway today. Join the thousands of alumni and friends as we support Florida A&M University in a fundraising effort that reminds us that everyone can give. With just a $10 donation to Florida A&M University and an invitation to 10 of your friends and family, we can make a difference. So go ahead and take the challenge. FAMU, 10 for 10, are you in? Visit www.famu.edu to make your donation today. This message is brought to you by Orange and Green and Associates. College is important, but it can also be expensive. College Planning Services is a group of educators, administrators, counselors, and other licensed professionals that work together to provide the necessary services, networks, and information to reach students that are serious about getting a college education. College Planning Services partners with financial institutions, corporate sponsors, and other major players in the global market to strategize in building a pool of information regarding financial aid, scholarships, and funding information to assist students in preparing to access the essential resources to build upon their path to an educational future. Learn more at collegeplanningtoday.com and let us help you start your college career. we find ourselves wearing masks to cover our true selves. Girl in the Glass is an empowerment group that supports you in honoring the person you are meant to be. Go to www.girlintheglass.net and learn to trust, receive, and believe in your ability to live in your truth. Visit www.girlintheglass.net Welcome back to Let's Face It. I'm your host, Will Strayhorn, and my guest tonight again is Cecilia Dog Gillis. She is a hand, hand analyst and money mastery coach. Welcome to the show, Cecilia. How are, How are you, you, Will? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, Sorry that's about wonderful. That happened earlier. Sorry, I okay. can hear you, but I guess you couldn't hear me. So, but welcome to the show. How thank are you? you. I want to thank you for the opportunity to spend this time with you and to share the information I have to share with your listeners. And I also want to thank Nikki Curry, for, of the, the Brandy Defender, for hooking us up. Exactly, exactly. Um, I believe last week I shared with the audience that you and I had a business lunch pretty much last week, last month I believe it was, yes. and perhaps a 45-minute um, meeting turned almost to almost, what, was it three hours almost? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, but the time went by so fast. 
the information I took an assessment um, prior to us meeting, and she had the results, and the results were just so amazing and dead on point that our 45-minute lunch actually took three hours, but I was fascinated. And at that point, I definitely knew that I wanted to have you on the show um, to be able to help other people. Um, so I just wanted to start the interview by asking you, I was looking over your bio. I saw, number one, let me share a very impressive bio, that you were in the Navy for 29 years and you retired in 2002 as, as a captain, correct? Yes, I did, captain from the right. Navy Nurse Corps. Okay. And then three years after that, you were diagnosed with um, breast cancer. Yes, I and then, was. And then after five years of surviving, and you're still breast cancer-free, correct? Yes, yes. Yes, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, that. I, actually, it's a little bit over five now, but thank God, oh. yes, I'm still here. Excellent, excellent, that is excellent. Um, and through that whole process of breast cancer, you were yearning to know your purpose. We talk about purpose a lot on the show. And First, I wanted to go back a little bit because I I don't know if I even shared this with you, but when I had my when I had my surgery um, mm-hmm. for breast cancer, I, I chose to have both breasts removed. Okay. And the surgery was successful. However, the next day when I was supposed to be discharged, something happened, and I had what they called a blowout, and I almost hemorrhaged to death. And they took oh, wow. me back to the um, operating room, and they fixed the bleeder, and, you know, obviously, you know, I'm here now. However, what I want to say is along after that period, um, I was extremely thankful and grateful to be alive. And I spent um, a fair amount of time uh, doing work in the church. Um, I was working with nonprofits, um, writing grants for probably not enough money, but the point is um, – I wanted to give back, and I was volunteering a lot of my time in the community. And despite serving on three boards, doing all the work I was doing in my community where I live, as well as in church, I just felt like there was something missing. And at the time, I was teaching uh, nursing at Norfolk State, and I had made the decision that I wanted to take a class. And so that meant I wasn't going to teach that fall. Well, right mm-hmm. before the class was supposed to be held, it was canceled. Um, like the Friday before it was supposed to be held, it was canceled because they didn't have enough people signed up. But what happened was I did not pick up the phone and call and ask if NSU needed me to teach a class. I had been seeing this email from this woman about life purpose. I immediately went online and registered for a summit that was out in Arizona. And the very first thing they did was get my handprints, which I kind of I kind of wondered what that was all about. But nonetheless, um, you know, they got my handprints, got my fingerprints, and they decoded my fingerprints. And what I what basically what I'm here to say is, encoded in our fingerprints is our life purpose. Um, along with the blind spots that get in our way of actually living our purpose, and also just a view of how we view the world. And I was blown away because, first of all, it, I want to say it nailed me dead on in terms of who I, who I am as a person 
and and what I'm here to do. And part of my purpose is having a message to share with the world. And um, part of my message, and I really believe this, is if each one of us lived our purpose, this would be an amazing planet to live on. But unfortunately, everybody's not living their purpose. Right, right. Um, so, in your so in your hands, because I, I remember when we met, you asked very briefly towards the end of our meeting to to look at my hands. Um, so, in your hands, you said you can it, it reveals your life's purpose. What else can you can you determine by looking at our hands? Okay. Well, first of all, the fingerprints is where I can tell the life purpose and what some okay. of those blind spots are. However. Okay. The shape of our hand gives a picture of our basic personality. Um, the I think I I think I think when we had lunch, I asked you to let me look. Just I just looked at the shape of your hand. I didn't right. I didn't look at your fingerprints or anything. I just looked at the shape of your hand and I talked with you about that. Um, right. Also, if you look at our fingers. Those little those zones in our fingers, you know, those three sections that most of us have. Right. One of those sections has a meaning. Uh, the lines, every line in the hand has a meaning, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like real estate. You know, you hear location, location, location. Right. Um, well, if based upon where a line is, where it goes, and maybe where it doesn't go, where you might expect it to go, that is, um, all those things have a specific meaning. And it really gets to the core of who the person is. Um, One thing I want to add is five months before we're born, our fingerprints are fully developed. So who we are as a person in terms of what we're supposed to do Mm -hmm. during our lifetime, it's it's etched in, in our fingerprints. And, you know, and I don't necessarily want to spend lots of time on the hands, but what I want to say, because that's a tool. It's an amazing tool. And I'm just going to, I'm going to cut to the chase and talk about the 400-pound elephant in the room. Yes, I am a Christian. Yes, I believe in God. And if someone really has a question about this scientific process called scientific hand analysis, they are more than welcome, welcome to to go to the book that's called Life Prints by Richard Unger, U-N-G-E-R, or go online to the International Institute for Hand Analysis. And I wanted to say one other thing. Uh, a lot of times when I go out in um, in the community, I carry a document with me, and it addresses hands in the scripture. Hands in okay. Scripture. And mm-hmm. anybody can go online and just type in hands in Scripture, and the document will come up. And all I want to say is there's a lot of symbolism in our hands. And I'm going to put a period there. Okay, okay because I have to admit, when I was looking over the information that you had submitted, um, Nikki was just, I was telling Nikki Curry that I was looking for some people who were good on finances because I knew I wanted to do a, finance, a continuing Finance mm-hmm. series, and she submitted your name, and I was looking over your information. When I saw a hand, a hand analyst, I was like, "Oh Lord!" That's the first <laughs> thing that I, saw. I was like, "Oh my, yeah." But um, after doing my own research, because I always research before, and like you said, there are scriptural um, references to the hands, 
and it's just good to know that it is a scientific method because I know a lot of people, especially in our community, are superstitious and they'll think they just automatically yes. assume that it's, a, it's associated with witchcraft or something like that. So that's good to clarify. But um, a few years after you became trained with the scientific hand analyst, um, you were introduced to money mastery. So can you yes. tell me a little bit more about how money mastery fits into your work? Okay, well, first of all, those blind spots that I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. they get in our way a lot of times in terms of the money that we're that we're that we're willing and able to receive. Sometimes um, people don't feel worthy, mm-hmm. and that can, that shows up in their hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are times that people have. Um, they may have some personal shame in their life mm-hmm. or guilt, basically guilt, shame, fear, and unworthiness. Some mm-hmm. of those things are things that show up in our hands, and those are some of the very same things that get in our way of the, I want to say not just the amount of money, but just the abundance that we're willing to mm-hmm. have come into our life. And I um, was on this call, this teleconference, and it was the sacred energy of money. And I went, oh, this is pretty cool. And so I went through this whole three-day webinar, and I said, oh, my goodness, there's a really strong tie-in between these money archetypes. And I use the word personality because for some people, archetype, you know, doesn't ring a bell. And for other mm-hmm. people that are, I think, artistic or that have experience with Greek mythology, mm-hmm. archetypes really, you know, hits the bell and really comes home. But the point is I saw a close alignment between the life lesson, meaning those blind spots and those blocks that we have in life, and our relationship with money. And every one of us has a money story. And we all have a relationship with money. Some of it good, some of it maybe not so good, and some of it on the way in terms of people being on the way to receiving the abundance that is truly meant for them. And I want to say something. There is more than enough out there in this world. There is more than enough for every last one of us. Even though I think that um, some people don't believe that, I also think that there's a lot of greed in our in our society, but mm-hmm. the bottom line is, universally, there is more than enough abundance for all of us. And I remember, I know, um, towards the end of our meeting as well, well, no, it probably, I think it was probably midway in the meeting, you had um, basically told me that I don't charge enough, or I didn't, I, I forgot did. the phrasing that you, you did. And I was like, what? What? Because you're indeed right. You're indeed right in um, we were talking in further conversation. It was basically out of guilt. Number one was out of guilt, like you just said. Um, not so much shame, but out of guilt and um, unworthiness, feeling that you know, I don't know if I if I should charge this much. So and um, that's a little bit Mhm. Mhm. Exactly. Um, so, what is a sacred money archetype or personality, as you said? Okay, a, a sacred money archetype, and I'm going to use the word personality, okay? Because okay, I think okay. most people can relate to personality. If I were to say, you know, who's a, if somebody, if you thought in terms of someone who is presidential, we all have a view of what a presidential type person 
is like, someone who, or someone who can come in and command a room. We all know what a drama queen or drama king is. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm, I don't know why I picked those as examples. And we know someone who's really very strong. We know someone who's very possibly um, demure. And um, the, I'm using those words because in some way they paint a picture of a person. And the right. archetypes paints a picture of how we are with money. There are eight archetypes, and um, if you want, I'll just kind of run down what they are very succinctly. Okay, the one archetype is the accumulator, and the accumulator is our inner banker. Mm -hmm. And this is the person who um, realizes that, that to respect the power of money is very important when they're looking at making investments to create freedom. And some of this investments isn't just like, you know, buying stocks and bonds. It's investing in themselves. It's investing in their business. Um, Then there's the alchemist. This is the person who's the idea man or woman, and they are able to transform their ideas into amazing financial success. They, uh, they, they're, they're, they're great at creating ideas. They value others. These are the people that can see the possibilities of what can be. Mm-hmm. Then there's a celebrity, and I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, that's one of your <laughs> yeah. archetypes. That, that was my um, main one, actually. Yes. And so celebrity is the big shot. This is the mm-hmm. person who speaks. This is the person who's really great um, in public relations, Um, They recognize others. Mm -hmm. They are able to accumulate wealth while being admired in the world. And it's really important that they be admired and valued. And that's Mm -hmm. why charging the right rates for the right work is so important. Right. And then there are the connectors. And these are the relationship people. These are the people that are really great with customer relations. Uh, They're the ones that bring the team together. And connectors, it's really important for them to connect with others is to connect with money. And what that means is that the connector is able to charge for their services. A lot of times connectors have some challenges around receiving money. Um, they lack um, financial independence, and sometimes they they don't feel empowered around money. Mm. Then there is the maverick. And the maverick is the rebel with a cause. And so it's really important for the maverick to balance risk with financial security. And then we have the nurturer. And I've met a lot of nurturers. These Uh are like sponsors. These are people who I sometimes say they go out and rescue everybody else. Uh, In some way they're helping people who really Uh need help. And sometimes they're helping people who, if they were to give them some tools and support them a little bit more, um, without money being on the table, they could help empower these other people to really stand on their own two feet. But nonetheless, the nurturer, um, it's important for them to balance um, caring for others as and with empowering themselves. So does, and then does we the have nurturer, romantic, I'm sorry? The nurturer... Does the nurturer normally, is that the person who's always looked out for everyone else and kind of neglecting 
Yeah, yeah, a lot of times they're neglecting themselves. And yeah. um, I don't want to go off on a, on a tangent about hands, but see, there's there's there are people who are um, that are in. It's called the school of service, uh-huh. and these are the people. Sometimes, if you get a nurturer and you get somebody who's in the school of service, and the person who's in the school of service is in servitude, meaning they're just doing so much for everybody else, and they're not taking care of themselves. So. Uh-huh. To see the two of them together, someone who just, we're all here to serve on some level. However, right. there are people who are really here to serve on a, on a much broader scale. So if you, take, if you take someone who really is here um, to serve in some way, and then they're a nurturer, I mean, they can really wear themselves out and, um, and not take great care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, the, we have two more archetypes. Uh, mm-hmm. The last two are romantic, and this is the pleasure seeker. That was and, me too. Uh, this is a person who creates financial security while living life to its fullest. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes they're challenge- challenged by uh, by their flamboyant spending. So you can mm-hmm. imagine that somebody who's a romantic and a celebrity, they could really get uh, themselves into a pickle. Yeah. Tell me. And, <laughs> And then last but not least is the ruler, and this is the inner empire builder. And this is the person who's very innovative, they achieve, they are the ones who can empower wealth with grace Mm -hmm. and ease. Do you have my my report there? What what three words was that? Yes, just a second. I have yours right in front of me. And your archetypes are celebrity, mm-hmm. which is the big shot. Right. Um, accumulator, which is the inner banker. And yeah. I couldn't remember because you had you you have a tie with um your your alchemist. top or alch well alchemist is your last one. Right. So you had a tie between ruler and romantic. It was romantic. And I just didn't remember. Because I gave you the sheets, I yeah, didn't remember which one. The tiebreaker was romantic. Romantic, okay. Yeah, yeah. I put That's a big asterisk around that. Yeah, and, and they were so, so dead on point. From and see, that the whole thing about it, you know, whether it's the hands or whether it's this tool that I use, it's called the uh-huh. Sacred Money Archetypes or SMA mm-hmm. Assessment. These tools are research based. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love working with them. Mm-hmm. And um, they really, if you want to say, hone in on who a person is um, in life as it relates to the hands, and then certainly in money as it relates to the um, sacred money archetypes. Right. Um, so for our listeners, Cecilia does have a special offer. For At the end of the show, we're going to basically pull a name from Anyone who calls in and asks a question at 917-932-1078, make sure you press 1. Or if you submit a question through our Facebook page, um, the Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and friends on Facebook, um, she's going to give away what is a, it's a package value at $377. Well, um, I can, so well, can get, I, may, may I share what it is? Yeah, please. Okay. This is this is what I what I want to offer. First of all, 
Will and I could probably talk. Obviously, if we, sit, if we sat down for a 45-minute lunch yeah. and talked for three yeah. hours, he and I have yeah. no problems talking. However, I really want to answer your questions. And so what I'm doing is from among all of the people who call in, so please call in or post mm-hmm. your questions, your name will be placed into a drawing, and one, I call it savvy listener, will receive, number one, They'll receive the assessment. I will do the assessment with them. I will also provide one hour of coaching with them. And then there's separate cards that go through each one of the archetypes. That one lucky person will receive that. And that's valued at $397. And then for everyone who calls in, um, they will receive a clearing your money clutter. It's a it's a guide sheet to clearing your money clutter. And so I'm I'm here. I want to answer yeah. your questions. And if nothing else, these are tools that are amazing. And clearing your money clutter is itself is worth ninety seven dollars in terms of value. But it's mm-hmm. worth even more when you actually clear your money clutter. Right. And we're gonna talk about money Cutter in just a bit. Um, okay. Before we take a break, I do want to ask you. So, how long have you been involved in the the, the money the uh, money mastery part? I've been how involved in the money mastery for just about a year, and um, I am a certified uh, sacred money archetype coach. Oh, okay. And so this, this was a year. This was a six month study. Mhm. Um. I had to, I had there's 13 different exercises in this whole money mastery program, so I had to obviously have clients and go through all of the all 13 of the um, of the exercises, mm-hmm. and we had a final exam, mm-hmm. and we had what was called um, I forget the exact word, but the point was. You couldn't just if if you weren't in class or you weren't online, you just couldn't kind of fake it. They had questions that you really that you really proof questions. That's what they were called, proof questions. And only if you were online or you listened to the recording could you actually answer the question and answer it correctly. So it wasn't just you know like some walk in the park. Um, because the one thing Kendall Summerhawk is the woman who created the system of sacred money archetypes. And she and this is her reputation. So she wants mm-hmm. to know that each one of us that are out there as sacred money archetypal coaches, that we are really using this tool appropriately. Hmm. So I'm, I'm just curious, what kind of results have you seen um, with the person that you've introduced to this system, the money mastery system? Well, I've run I've run across quite a few nurturers, so it's really interesting. I have one client in particular um, who is someone who would kind of like rescue people. And mm-hmm. one of the things, as we worked with some of the exercises, one day my client made the comment, I can now start planning for my retirement. Because my client had been so busy giving to other people, there wasn't any time to set aside money for retirement. Right. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I can plan my own retirement? Not only that, I can plan for a date to retire. Uh 
because this person wasn't even thinking about a date. It was like, I'm just going to work until I guess I drop. Right, right. Um, and then someone else, it was really interesting, because um, I have another client who who does something in the in the in the in the musical um genre. Mm-hmm. And and I basically asked this person how much they wanted to to make, how much they wanted to earn. Mm-hmm. And they told me. And then I said, "Well, how much are you making currently?" And there was a big I mean, like a big zero. I mean, first the person sat there and looked at me like, "Oh gosh, now I got to tell her the truth." Mm-hmm. Well, what happens is there was a lot the bottom line is one of the exercises it talked about money and and it's like if I were money and what this person really came up with was part of their you know um, money money talk was mm-hmm. that money was bad money wasn't money was evil you know so mm-hmm. the light bulb went on it's like oh my gosh if I think money's evil then I'm not going to want to I'm not going to want to receive money because I don't think it's right. you know I don't think money's good. Right. And that just that was like that breakthrough just in going through that one exercise, so that person could make some internal shifts around mm-hmm. their attitude concerning money, because to do the things this person wants to do, which is on a really large scale, they really are going to need to be, allow themselves to receive money mm-hmm. for the quality work that they do. Wow. Um, and I think I, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of another client. I think some. Oh, I know. One of my clients was. This is another nurturer. Uh-huh. However, their mother is a celebrity, so this what? nurturer was paying all the bills uh-huh. for the for the celebrity mother meaning that the mom was out there having a great time shopping and buying uh-huh. some really great clothes and going on amazing trips. Living. And right. the daughter Living was out there working herself to the bone uh-huh. to pay for her mother's um, lifestyle. Uh-huh. And what did introducing her to the system do? It made her really take a look at her ability excuse me, to set some limits and set some boundaries. Uh-huh. And see, part of set part of setting boundaries or the lack thereof was something that dealt with her, the, one of the blind spots in her life, and it, that showed up in her hands. Mm-hmm. And then it carried over into the money a uh, money um, area because she was, you know, her mom, her mother certainly didn't have the income to pay for this lifestyle that she so created. However, the daughter, as a nurturer, was coming into the rescue mm-hmm. and and paying the bills. And of course the mm-hmm. mother would have no 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 reason to change her spending attitudes because she's got some money there to pay the bills. Exactly. Exactly. And huh. so if nothing else, um it's it's really it's really a hard struggle for the daughter. However, she's mm-hmm. learning how to set some limits with her mom. Hmm. Some limits but, in terms of what her mother's spending, right? Because her right. mother's spending more than she's right. than she's taken in, and the daughter's paying the bills. And I know that uh, of the people who are listening out there, I know there are people out there who are paying other people's bills, or right. it seems like there's somebody out there who they're always needing money, and they're coming knocking on your door 
But if you ever needed money, you could never knock on their door because they don't ever have any. Oh, I know a lot of those people. A lot of those people, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, well, we're going to take a brief break right now. We will come back. We do have a caller on the line. Um, but we're going to talk to the caller, and then I want to find out more about what this Monday Cutter is, okay? Okay. All right, so you're listening to Let's Face It on the Survival Radio Network. I'm your host, Will Strayhorn, and we'll be right back. Do you want to take your business to the next level? Ultimate Business Solutions provides the support you need to increase your customer base and sell more products and services online. Specializing in graphic arts, web development, and internet marketing, Ultimate Business Solutions creates the face of your business. If you're looking for a custom logo, dynamic website, or popping marketing material, call Ultimate Business Solutions today at 404-704-2197 or visit www.ultimatebizsolutions.com. Ultimate Business Solutions. Let us create your future. Looking for a cafe with a home-like appeal where all who enter feel like they are part of something? Visit My Coffee Shop, located in East Lake, Atlanta, Georgia. MCS has a full breakfast and lunch menu, offering both hot and cold options, and is home of the amazing basil lemonade. But don't forget their assortment of freshly brewed coffees. Come on by at 2462 Memorial Drive, Atlanta, Georgia, 30317. We're pretty sure my coffee shop at East Lake will become your coffee shop, too. Cake Cafe Atlanta, where desserts are created and you taste love. Looking to fill your sweet tooth? Do you have a special event or occasion you're planning? Give Cake Cafe Atlanta a call. Located at 368 Candler Road, Atlanta, Georgia, 30317. Open Monday to Saturday, 10 to 7 p.m. You can get the best in pies, cakes, cobblers, coffee, brownies, specialty popcorn, and more. Visit their website at www.cakecafeatlanta.com or give them a call at 404-284-0106. That's 404-284-0106. Call Cake Cafe Atlanta today. Welcome back to Let's Face It. I'm your host, Will Strayhorn. We have in the studio Miss Cecilia Dog Gillis, and I believe we do have a caller on the line. Caller, welcome to the show. Hello? Hello? Caller? Oh, I don't know. Hope they maybe they'll call back if they're not there or okay. they don't hear it. I hope they hear you. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Um, well, while they're getting that sorted out, tell me a little bit about this money clutter and why should I care about it? Money clutter. Okay. First of all, money clutter. It's it's unfinished business as it relates to money. And um, and I'm going to give a couple of examples of money clutter. First of all. You know it's money clutter if it's unfinished, if it's unresolved, if it's messy, 
if it's complicated or it's something you've been avoiding. I mean, like I know people that avoid their taxes because they're afraid that they're going to owe the IRS money. And then and then they find out that they don't owe any money and they get a refund, but they've gone through all this fierce things. So what I want to say, I'm going to give a couple of examples. One is who owes you money? And what I ask people to do is write down every company or person who owes the, you money and the amount that they owe you and to contact those companies or people and find out where your money is. I mean, simple things like things that you might have on um, auto pay. Like I had I had um, one of those, um, you know, those things you use for your computer so you don't get bugs in it? Oh, yeah, and uh, antivirus? Antivirus. And um, I, I used a different, I used a new one. But the, comp- the the previous company kept billing me, and they were taking they were billing my credit card, and right. so to make a long story short, that money was put back in my account. Um, so, and then I know that m- many of us have people who owe us money, and mm-hmm. it's a matter. It takes some courage to go to that person or call that person, and if it was a loan, ask them what their intentions are to pay you back. Because that's your money. Right. Now, another thing is gift cards. So I'm going to talk about gift cards and um, Groupons and Living Social and everything else that's out there. It's important to gather up all those gift cards, those certificates, and cash them in and spend them. And mm-hmm. and I say and spend them whether you spend it on yourself, whether you pay a bill. There is an energetic flow of money. It's kind of like constipation. You can't keep it all in. <laughs> right. Nothing gets out. Right. But you want that flow. And in order to have that flow, it's a nice give and take. Does that make uh, sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And, um, and I know many people can relate to these gift cards. I, you know something? I don't give gift cards. I give people money. Money doesn't expire, and you don't lose value when you don't use the card. Uh And I want to say something else. Um, There's like six different strategies for clearing money clutter. But I Uh want to talk about wallets, whether it's a woman's wallet or a man's wallet. Well, hold that question right there. We do have two callers on the line. Um, Okay. We first have Joanna from Virginia Beach. She has a question for you. Welcome to the show, Joanna. Hi, Mr. Strayhorn. Hi, Cecilia. How are you? How are you, Joanna? I'm doing fine. I'm, I've been trying to call a couple of times, but we were missing each other. However, I do have a question about clutter, and um, I find myself in a situation where I'm owed almost $60,000, and I've been owed this money legally um, for about 10, 11 years. And no matter how I try to go at it, I can't seem to get it. Um, or the attorneys aren't willing to to do anything about it, and I don't know if I should just let it go and leave it be and just carry on. But you know, it's really nagging me because this is something that is owed and it's due, um, and legally it's binding. Okay, well, I'm going to ask you two questions. Sure. What would your life be like? when you receive that $60,000 that's been long owed to you? What would be possible in your life 
What could you do with that money? Uh, breathe. How about that? And, you know, and I even tell you when you, you said breathe. Yes. Um, I'm going to say it probably would be in your best interest to pursue it. I want to say something. It's really important that I don't know if you're I don't know if you're familiar with setting your intention, but when we set our intentions and we're really clear about what it is we want, not what we don't want, not not that it's just a matter of I receive my sixty thousand dollars by whatever date you want to receive it. I mean, obviously not tomorrow because that's probably not going to happen. But mm-hmm. the point is asking that you are put in the path of the lawyer or whoever the appropriate person is to act on your behalf if if doing this on your own isn't something that's possible. However, intention is really, really important, and when you're really clear about what it is you want, how you want it to show up, you're in a better position to get it and not focusing on what they haven't done. Mm -hmm on what it is that you really want to have happen, and you okay, want so to receive this money with grace and ease because it's your money. Absolutely. So the, um, the the intention is somewhat similar to the law of attraction, correct? Yes. But being very specific. Oh, extremely specific. The one thing about the universe is if we're not clear about what we want, the universe can't really help us get it. Okay. We got to be really mm. clear about what we want and speak it in the affirmative. Right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Cecilia, and thank you to Mr. Strayhorn for having her on. It's been very informative. You're welcome. Let me let me ask you to do this for me, just so that you can get your free gift and be entered into the drawing. Joanna, um, Cecilia, can you give her your email address for me? Yes. Um, it's. Palm purpose. Do you have a pen? Do you have a pen, Joanna? Yes, I do. It's P A L M Palm Purpose at Gmail dot com because I know that that I'll get easily. Palm Purpose at Gmail dot com, and if you could put Will Radio in the subject line, and I'll make sure that you number one get your money clutter, and then if you're the one that wins the um, the package, you'll know. Even though I know there's somebody else out there who's who's on the line who also wants to be there's entered. Someone's on the line right now. Well, you know what? I'm putting in the attention. I'm going to win. <laughs> okay. Okay. You okay. Joanna, All right. Thank, thank you for calling. Sure. Bye bye. Bye bye. Next. Next, we have on the line we have Jackie from Webster, New York. Hi, Jackie. How are you? I'm well, thank you. And. The young lady who was on before me had the intention, but I, too, have the intention. <laughs> <laughs> That's and I, I have had the pleasure of working with Cecilia and not really working with her, but having had her read my palm. Mm-hmm. And I am now in a place of moving to the next level of within my business, Mm -hmm. moving my intention for increasing my commission to the next Mm -hmm. level. And Cecilia has been extremely helpful 
with me, having read my hand, having given mm-hmm. me some of that information, but she's only just begun. Really? Okay. Okay. She's only just begun. And so I have the intention, too, of winning the prize. So that <laughs> I, Hi, Jackie. Oh, do, Jackie, do you mind if I add something? Ask. Okay. Well, not not add, but not ask, but add. Um, add. Jackie and I have been accountability partners in addition to the fact that I that I have read her hands on more than one occasion. And um and Jackie had some challenges around charging the right rate for her work. And um and there are times she would even do work for free. And um she now says, Oh, I think about what you would say if I was gonna do it for free and yeah. and she charges and she's receiving she's receiving the rate that she sets. Exactly. So she graciously receives the money. However, it was add, really a challenge to charge. Right. And I, I, I want to add to that when we had the discussion and we were just discussing some of the rates that I do charge and you were like, you know, you should do this X, Y, and Z. And I actually did that and I received it with no problem. While the whole time I was thinking nobody would ever pay that. Yeah. And I actually did what you advised me to do, and it's not a problem. So yeah, the because the thing I'm about doing... raising our rates mm-hmm. is, you know, first of all, we've got to come with the goods. Bottom line is you've got to come right. prepared. You've got to provide an amazing service. Right. However, when we undercharge, we're, it's not just a matter of how much money you get. It's what you're able to do with that money, not mm-hmm. just for yourself but for others. Meaning Mm -hmm. if you have a a, a charity that you want to give to, um, I know there's a lot of youth groups out there uh, that really need support. Uh, The point is no matter how you choose to spend your money, if you don't have very much of it, you're really limited to what you can do with it. And unfortunately in this world, people people do not value free, even if what they're getting is an amazing service, if it's free, they don't necessarily they don't value it. First of all, and two, if it's information that could really be life changing, they're not listening because they didn't pay for it. Whereby, if they put out some money, they would they would say, okay, maybe I'm not going to waste my money. Maybe I might want to listen and try this thing that this person is suggesting. Um, hmm. And also, I think we do ourselves a disservice when we undercharge because we're saying that our stuff, not that it's not good, but that we're not good enough to receive. Mm-hmm. Right. That's wonderful. And so, if Jackie, I, if I can add to that, because having worked with Cecilia around reading my hands, etc., cetera, um, free always sounded good, but it almost devalued me and the services that I provide to the clients. So I am now not only worth the service fee that I charge, but I'm increasingly moving to the next level. That's wonderful. Well, Jackie, yeah. thank, you. thank you so much for calling thank in. Thank you for calling in, Jackie. Yes, thank you so much. And you have the email address so that you yes. can... <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Thanks for calling in, Jackie. Thank you. You're welcome. 
Just so you will. Uh, well, ask we, we were, yeah. we were. I was on that last, not last, but the last part of the money clutter that I wanted to talk oh, about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a wallet. Whether you're, whether it's a man or a woman, what does your wallet look like? Oh, is yeah. it, do you, is it a nice wallet? Is it neat mm-hmm. and organized, or do you have receipts and a whole bunch of other junk sitting in there? Is it mm-hmm. shabby or is it worn? One thing about money. Money mm-hmm. likes to know where it's going to land, and it really wants to land in a nice place. And if mm-hmm. you were money, would you want to land in a wallet that looked like somebody had forgotten about it and had all this junk in there? There was no place for you to fit because there were all these papers and, and stuff in right. it. Right, right, right. And I was sharing um, with Nathan um, the same thing that you were saying when we were at the table, and you actually showed me your physical wallet. And then I was like, and then tucked away, she always keeps this. And we've tried to do it here in the house. I haven't been able to do it yet. But that's my goal because do you mind sharing that part? No. Um, in my in my wallet, <laughs> I always keep a $100 bill. And I don't just mean any $100 bill. I mean a nice, crisp $100 bill. Right. Because it's a way of attracting more money. But what I want to say is whether someone starts with twenty dollars, fifty dollars, or a hundred dollars, start with something. Right. Because and and ask when you go to the bank or when you're getting change from the store, ask for a bill that really looks nice. I mean, I have uh-huh. turned back hundred dollar bills because they were kind of wrinkly and they looked all funky. <laughs> uh-huh. I want it to look good. Right. And so, and I said, you know, I said, I hope you don't think I'm being too picky. I said, but could you change that for a better looking bill? And they do. But I'll tell you, 90% of the time, I what I get are crisp $100 bills. But the bottom line is, it it sets some. It really helps us um, set some. I want to say guidelines for ourselves because mm-hmm. putting that money in our wallet. So whether it's a crisp $20 bill. I'm going to say, hey, even if you have to start with a $5 bill, because I know for some people $5 might still be a stretch. But start wherever you're most comfortable. Right. And then as your abundance flows, you can can increase it. Hmm. So we're pretty much close to out of time, but I did want to ask you. I can't believe that. I know. I know it goes by like this. This is exactly how three hours went by. <laughs> if we didn't know. Plus, we had good food. But what's a money zone, and where can I find it? Okay, your money zone. Okay, it's in our hand. Uh, the formal name for it is called the acorn zone. It's the middle section in your middle finger. And I just want to share. It's like your inner bank, and it stands for security in the material world. It's, you know, your homestead, you know, the home in which you live in. It's your bank zone. And when it's a strong zone in your hand, you have money in the bank, you pay proper attention to material affairs, and I don't just mean like getting stuff, but I mean you pay your bills on time, et cetera, you get your taxes done on time. And you um, have a conservative approach and practical thinking towards money. Uh, when it's um, a weaker zone, a lot of times the person will have um, money issues. 
Basically, mm-hmm. it's like acorns. They don't have enough acorns put away for the winter like little squirrels do. Oh, okay. And they're coming from scarcity. And I just want to speak to scarcity. Mm-hmm. For people who have a poverty mentality or a scarcity where it's never enough and they're always holding their breath, I want to say, please breathe. There is more than enough for all of us in this world. Mm-hmm. However, it, when 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 people go around thinking there's not enough, right? There's, for them, there's not enough. Because mm-hmm. you're attracting that. Because that, because that's exactly what you're attracting. Exactly what they're, they're they're attracting. Exactly what they're putting out. Right. It's not enough. Um, back right. to this money zone. I want to say though. It's kind of like in a, it's kind of like the highway, you know. You've got clear lanes. So energetically in our hands, when those lines are going straight up and down, some people, the point is that that allows the money to flow. And when we've got lines that kind of go across, that are cutting across um, that zone in our finger, we have blocks, and it's kind of hard sometimes for that money to flow or for that energy to flow because it's like there's a you know, one of those great big uh, jersey walls sitting in the middle of your hand or in the middle of that zone. Mm -hmm. The one thing about it is that those things can shift and change. The only thing that stays constant in our hands are our fingerprints. So everything else is subject to change based upon what's going on in our lives and what we allow ourselves to be open to. Okay. Okay. May I may I add my my website is www.palmpurpose.com. www.palm like the palm of your hand purpose.com. Um also you also mentioned about the warrior line, correct? Oh yeah. Basically, it's kind of like drawing a line in the sand. Okay. It's How much money do you need to have to pay your bills and to do the things in life that's important? I mean, that line, it's like, it's, you don't, nothing gets in the way of your, of of reaching that threshold. It's like you've drawn a, not like, you have drawn a money line in the sand. And that is the amount of money that, that 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 you need to have coming in, and you're going to work to attract that money, mm-hmm. so that you can breathe. Because I think it was really interesting when Joanna, when I when I said to her, what would what would be possible when you receive that money, and she said, I could breathe, right. and you could even energetically feel when she said, I could breathe. Right, right, right. And so when people reach their warrior line and they don't let things get in their way of reaching that threshold they can breathe they can stop holding their breath and I know there's people out there who are listening even if they're not calling in that they're still holding their breath because I can feel it energetically exactly exactly. Well, I really want to thank you for sharing your information I want to thank you for our lunch and all that I have learned um, and I want to just thank you and welcome you, welcome you to come back to the show anytime, okay? Oh, it'll be my pleasure. And thank you so, so, so much. You're welcome. Have a good evening. Thank you, my dear. Okay. Bye-bye. So, 
hopefully you guys learned some information about your basic money personalities. I will um, encourage you all to visit her at www.palmpurpose.com. Again, next week we have um, Levon Holman and Kimberly who will be back to discuss intimacy more than sex. Also, on the ninth, we have two ministers who just happen to be gay and Christian. They'll be here to talk about the issue of homosexuality and homophobia in the church. Um, on the 16th, we have two sex therapists here for our show on Let's Talk About Sex. So, I'm going to thank my guest, Cecilia Dahl-Gillis. I am your host, Will Strayhorn. And let's face it, in life we're going to be faced with many choices. But the most important choice you will ever make is when you choose to be bold, be beautiful. Make the choice to be you. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and friends on the Survival Radio Network. Please be sure to visit us on the web often at letsfaceitradio.com for the latest in show information, including upcoming shows, special guests, spotlight interviews, as well as exciting, innovative ways that you can be part of the show. So tune in next week for real people, real topics, real talk. Let's face it.